Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so thrilled that you are here with us today. Today, we are going to be talking about how to feel less anxious about the future. I don't know if you can relate, but I was working with a client recently, and one of the main things that really seemed to plague this client was feeling very unsure and anxious about what was going to happen in the future. This person had some bad things happen to them and they were very uncertain about whether or not these bad things would continue to happen to them. And I can relate because I think we can all relate. We've all had things happen to us in the past that can cause us to become very anxious about the future because we tend to see that, hey, this happened to me before. What if it happens to me again? And then we end up building over time a lot of worry and stress and anxiety over what the future may hold. So if you can relate to this, and I'm sure that many of you can, then you'll want to stick around because in today's episode, I am going to be giving you some tips for how to feel less anxious about the future so that you can lean more into trusting the universe so that you can live a life that is free from worry and stress and more about ease and relaxation because you deserve to live a happy and relaxed life. It's not a pleasant thing to feel anxiety or to feel worried all of the time and feeling worried doesn't really do anything to help you anyway. So I hope that this episode today will help you if you're out there and you're experiencing the same thing or maybe down the road something happens and you experience this worry about the future. We've all been there, right? Things happen. If you're worried about the future, you are not alone. A lot of people struggle with anxiety about what's going to happen next in life. And things that have been happening in the last few years have not made this any easier. In fact, it's only made it worse. With COVID happening and then even different political things happening, now what's happening in the Ukraine, a lot of people are experiencing uncertainty. And that is causing a lot of anxiety to come about. Fear does not help you move forward, though. The more anxiety you experience, the more you feel stuck in life. It's like a secular thing. We feel bad, and so then we start to worry. And then that makes us feel worse. And so then we worry more because we're feeling worse. So it's a very much secular pattern that once you start to go down that rabbit hole, it spirals. Fear, though, if we can reduce the amount of fear that we feel and we can reduce the amount of anxiety, the more likely you're going to have a brighter future because you're going to feel better about yourself. And one thing that I definitely have learned firsthand from my son is that when he went through depression and anxiety, he felt not motivated to do anything. He lost his focus in life and he just didn't want to do anything except lay in bed all day. And that was scary for me as a parent to watch. But now after going through some things myself, I understand how he felt that there is help, there is hope. And so we're going to talk about today, how can you move past that so that you can reduce your anxiety and that you can live a life that is free from worry and stress? Because again, you deserve to live a happy life. That's not going to be a life where you're constantly worried all of the time. So do you suffer from what if anxiety? There's a lot of people out there who fear the future 
And fearing the future actually has a name. It's called anticipatory anxiety. It's the excess worry or excessive worry about potential future events. People who experience this anticipatory anxiety also often experience panic attacks. And we've talked about panic attacks before in the show, but panic attacks can make you feel like you're dying. You can have shortness of breath. You can feel dizzy. You can feel like you're having an out-of-body experience. There are all these different things that happen. And if you're experiencing that, you're not alone and you're not crazy. That's what a panic attack feels like. So some people worry, right? We worry about what might happen in the future. But how do you know the difference between I'm just a worrier, I'm worrying about this, where I have anxiety. When does the worry cross that line? The difference between worry and anxiety is a little bit blurry. Sometimes it's hard to tell whether you're just worried about something or you have anxiety. But for the most part, worry is about a specific thing, whereas anxiety is much more generalized. So for example, If you have a test, you may worry that you're going to fail that test. But then once you take the test, the worry generally subsides because either you know you did well or it's over anyway and there's nothing you can do about it. So the worry just goes away. But if you have anxiety, you worry and you stress about that test, you take it. And then you still worry and stress about what's going to happen because you didn't get enough, a good enough score. You need to retake it and you don't know how you're gonna do in this class, you don't know if you're gonna graduate, you don't know if you're gonna get that job. It just goes on and on and on and on. It's not about a specific thing, it's generalized over everything. When you feel that, that is actually anxiety. That is when the worry doesn't go away, it lingers over the generalized situation. Also, another clue that you have anxiety is that Worry usually happens from the head. We overthink things. Whereas anxiety occurs in the body. That's when we get those triggers where we feel our heart racing, our breathing changes. We may feel like we're having an out-of-body experience. Worry can just simply be a thought, whereas the panic attack causes the racing heart, headaches, stomach problems, difficulty breathing. And that's another thing too. There are a lot of people who have stomach issues and it's because it's actually anxiety and they just think that they're a worrier but if it's persistent and it's causing stomach problems probably have anxiety and that's okay a lot of people have anxiety especially now you have to remember though that things are never as bleak as they seem in the midst of anxiety so the fear of the future which again is what is called anticipatory anxiety is the excessive worry about future potential events. And the best way to describe this is that it's the anxiety of what if. If you get into a relationship, for example, you might ask yourself, what if they're cheating on me? What if I never find anyone else again? What if I break up with them and it turns out to be a mistake? And it's those what if questions that you ask yourself over and over again. All of the anxiety is about the future. It's about the fear of something that hasn't even happened yet. Your brain is anticipating all of the possible scenarios that could happen and is trying to plan ahead in order to avoid pain. The problem is 
it might feel like you're helping yourself by imagining all of these possible scenarios and that you're able to prevent your pain, but it really doesn't work that way. And honestly, what happens instead is that you're failing to thrive where you are. You're making yourself miserable and you may even be attracting the things that you don't want. When we get in a relationship and we doubt every little thing, it's like we are drawing in all of the negative things we don't want because we're focusing on that. If you've ever heard of the term, the self-fulfilling prophecy, if you focus on and keep thinking that your partner's cheating, your partner's doing this, partner's doing that, you actually call that into being sometimes. And you may do that in a couple of different ways. One, by focusing on all the wrong things. But also, if you question your partner all the time, like, are you cheating? Are you doing this? You're going to drive that person to do that because if they're being accused of it anyway, why would they just not do it? So that's another way that we self-sabotage really is what we're doing. Anxiety about the future really just limits you. It makes you miserable and it keeps you from enjoying all of the amazing things that are happening right now. It can cause you to become physically ill. You lose sleep. It's very stressful on the body. So what are some ways that you can stop the anxiety about the future and just let go and be more in the flow of life? The first thing that is important to know is that your breathing and utilizing breathing techniques can actually help you to stop the panic attacks and to stop the anxiety from coming on. When your anxiety takes over, your heart races, your breathing gets fast and shallow, you may have sweaty palms, and this creates even more anxiety because then you're saying to yourself, what's happening to me? Am I dying? What's happening? Am I having a heart attack? So that just increases the anxiety. If you can learn how to control your breathing, then you can actually stop this loop from running in your brain. You can interrupt that feedback loop. There are many excellent breathing techniques out there, but really all you have to do is stop what you're doing, close your eyes, and take in deep breaths. And when you focus on the breath and focus on counting the breath, you're distracting your brain from everything that's going on. Making deep breathing a part of your daily life is really important because it helps to keep you centered. Mindfulness is a great way to distract you and to put your focus on the here and the now instead of what's going to happen in the future. So being fully present in each and every moment is really important. And one of the easiest ways to do that is to find a focal point, to focus on it, Maybe pick up something in your hand and think about the way it feels in your hand and what it looks like. And if it's something like a piece of fruit, you can smell what it smells like. That, again, interrupts that loop that keeps going in your brain. Also, another thing that's helpful is to keep a diary because then you can go back and look at your diary and see everything that's happened to you. And what you'll see is that you've survived all of the things that have happened to you. You're really strong. You can get through anything. And when you look back and when you start to develop the fear of what's going to happen in the future, you can look back and say, look, I'm this wonderful and strong person. Look how much I've already survived. If I can get through that, I can get through anything. Anxious thoughts can swirl around forever in your mind if you let them. 
and they can get worse and worse as time progresses. But if you can find a way to release the thoughts, then any power that they have with them also goes away. It's important to get into your body. Progressive muscle relaxation is a really great technique and it helps you to get out of your head and into your body in a healthy way. What you do is you tense and then relax each muscle group from head to toe. Staying grounded in the moment and then really feeling the feeling in your body. And if that doesn't really work for you, another way to get into your body is to dance, put on some music and dance around your living room, go for a walk, go for a jog or a swim, and really focus on the movements and how it feels to be doing those movements. Getting into your body is getting yourself out of your head. Also, you can take action towards change. Try to figure out what it is that's causing your anxiety. Are you anxious because you're aware that climate change is affecting your child's future? Then maybe you can donate to an organization that deals with climate change. Or are you worried about war? Maybe get involved and help send supplies to people who are fighting overseas or who are over there really on the front lines. There's a lot of different ways that we can make it less about ourselves and more about other people and helping out and that takes us out of our head again as well. The other thing you can do is to really seek help if it gets too bad. And believe me, anxiety can be a very crippling thing. And if you've been trying all of these things and nothing's helping you, then reach out to someone. Maybe reach out to a friend or a professional who can help you get through this. Sometimes even just talking about it helps you to feel better. But there are also support groups. There are professionals who have been trained to help you get through this. So take advantage of that. Here's some things too. The chemicals in our brain help us to lift our mood There are some that are called the happy hormones or happy chemicals, and there are some ways that you can hack them. The first one is dopamine. This is known as the reward chemical. This makes you happy and lifts your mood, and the way that we can hack this particular chemical is to try something new because then when you succeed at it, you feel really good. Listening to music is another way. Or making a small list of things and then checking off that list, completing the task. And don't make an overwhelming list because then if you don't complete the list, you're going to feel bad. Instead, do small things that you know you can complete. Like, I am going to clean out my bathroom sink today. Then do it and check it off the list and you will feel a lot better. Serotonin is another chemical. It's the mood stabilizer. Some ways that you can increase your serotonin are to get some sunlight. I know the other day it was finally nice weather here and I sat outside in the sunshine and it felt amazing. Exercising is another way. And again, exercise doesn't have to be grueling work. Find one that you like. There are a lot of really quick 15-minute exercise programs out there. It's okay. Just get your body moving. Meditation is a great way. And also healthy diet helps with serotonin. Oxytocin is the other chemical. It's called the love hormone. Get or give a massage, spend time with your friends, 
show affection to someone or something, do something nice for someone to help boost that chemical. And the last one is endorphins. This is the pain reliever. Regular exercise releases endorphins, yoga and meditation, when you create music or art, and the best one is laughter. Laughing can help to release endorphins. Also, choosing thoughts that help too. Here are some great examples of some coping thoughts that can help you when you start to feel like you're getting in that worrisome or anxious attitude. The first thing is say to yourself, I've dealt with harder situations and I know it will get better. You've had physical proof that things will get better because you've survived things before. So I've dealt with harder situations and I know it will get better. This is tough, but so am I. I love that one. This is tough, but so am I. Things are not that great right now, but it's not the worst thing either. If I stay strong, I know I will get through it. Everything will get better sooner or later. I always tell myself this too shall pass and this reminds me of that. Everything will get better sooner or later. Not everything will go my way, but I will try to be flexible. That's a good one when you have to let go of control. Not everything will go my way, but I will try to be flexible. And when you've experienced pain or loss, this hurts, so I need to be extra kind towards myself. And then the one I really love is, I am always important no matter what. Use those coping thoughts when things come up to try to help pull you out of that negative downward spiral. It's really hard, but you can get through it. And again, if you're finding it really difficult to do by yourself, you don't have to do this by yourself. You can work with a counselor, with a coach, or again, just lean on your family and friends to help get you through this. So many people want to help you. And you deserve to be healed and to be healthy and whole. So take the steps that you need. Do the things you know that are going to help you get through it. So I wanted to pull a card for you today. And the card I pulled is from the Angel Messages. It's Archangel Uriel. It says, your emotions are healing, which enables you to open to greater love. I will help you release anger and unforgiveness from your heart and mind. I love that. If you want to open up your heart and be vulnerable to anyone else, even yourself, you have to be able to release anger, release unforgiveness, and be open to receiving love. Give yourself love and show others love as well. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with us. As always, if you want to join me on Patreon, you can join. The link is in the show notes and get two extra episodes per week, plus readings, plus the video from when I interview guests. And if you would like to leave me a positive review, I would really appreciate that. Please share my podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. If you want to work with me, you can go to melissaoatman.com. There you will see all of the services I offer. You can book a session with me directly from the website. Thank you so much. I hope that you are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.